I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, November 8th. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch has been re-elected to a seventh term in office after yesterday's citywide elections. Koch received 10,282 votes to challenger Ann Mahoney's 8,382 votes, a difference of 1,900 votes. Mahoney gave up her at-large city council seat to run for mayor for the third time. She says she will serve out the remainder of her term and then take a break. Koch will serve another four years. He was first elected mayor in 2007 and will have served 20 years at the end of his next term. Koch is already the longest-serving mayor in Quincy history. There were also races for the Wards 2, 4, and 6 city council seats and an upset in Ward 2, attorney Richard Ash defeating incumbent Anthony Andronico by 55 votes to win that two-year seat. In Ward 4, incumbent James Devine beat Matthew Lyons by 388 votes, and Ward 6 Councilor William Harris was re-elected over challenger Deborah Riley, defeating her by 426 votes. Retired Quincy Police Lieutenant Dan Minton ran unopposed for the Ward 5 Council seat, and Scott Campbell ran unopposed for an open at-large City Council seat. Ward 1 Councilor Dave McCarthy and Ward 3 Councilor Ian Kane were also unopposed. There was also an upset in the race for school committee. Three seats were open as Courtney Perdios topped the ticket, knocking out incumbent Frank Santoro. Incumbents Paul Brigoli and Catherine Hubley were re-elected to four-year terms. Santoro placed 391 votes behind Brigoli. Almost 30% of Quincy voters cast ballots in this year's election. In Braintree, an upset as Aaron Joyce beats incumbent Charles Kokoris in that town's mayoral race yesterday. The vote, 4,751 for Joyce to 4,232 for Kokoris, a difference of 519 votes. Joyce will be sworn in as Braintree's third mayor and the first woman to hold that office on January 2nd. Kokoris called Joyce to offer his congratulations and help with the transition. The results of the election mean that women will not only control the mayor's office in Braintree, but majorities on the two major elective boards, the town council and the school committee. In the only other contest in Braintree, former Norwell Town Administrator Peter Morin easily won the District 6 town council seat. The eight other town council seats were uncontested. The seven town councillors seeking re-election all ran unopposed. A former pediatrician practicing out of Norwell is facing a slew of charges for allegedly sexually assaulting two girls for a number of years during their physical examinations. Two former female patients of Dr. Richard Koff told Norwell police in October that the former South Shore Medical Center doctor sexually abused them during their annual checkups from a young age until adulthood. Koff has been charged with 13 counts of indecent assault and battery on a child under 14, four counts of rape of a child. The allegations came to light when one of the two women posted to a Facebook group called South Shore Mamas asking if it was normal 
for a doctor to inappropriately touch a female during physicals. Another woman who did not know the original poster replied, saying she had similar experiences. When the two women exchanged private messages, they realized they were both former patients of cough. Both women told police the acts occurred when Koff would tell them to lie down on a medical table. Koff retired from South Shore Medical Center last year, according to an archived blog post on South Shore Health's website. Brian Walsh, the Cohasset man accused of murdering his wife, Anna Walsh, has also been involved in a probate dispute, a rat accusation that he stole a half million dollars from his late father's estate. That case was dismissed yesterday after Walsh's relatives said they did not want to spend more money pursuing what they may never be able to recover. Walsh's father, Dr. Thomas Walsh, died in 2018. Brian is accused of going into his father's home in Hall and destroying his will and then selling his father's art, rugs, jewelry, and car. His relatives said he was also attempting to sell the home. The accusations landed in Plymouth probate and family court where Walsh's cousin tried to force Brian to file an account of the assets he took, but that never happened. The matter was scheduled to go to trial this coming Friday, but yesterday the case was dismissed. Relatives stated they didn't want to spend more money litigating against Walsh because he wouldn't be able to pay what he owes. The case won't be officially dismissed until the judge signs off on the order, which may take a few days. Walsh's next court appearance related to the murder of his wife, Anna, is scheduled for January of next year. Additional National Guard members have been activated to help with the ongoing migrant crisis in Massachusetts, and a new federally funded $5 million program run by the United Way will provide safety net shelter sites as the state's emergency shelter system is slated to reach its capacity this week. The program will fund safety net sites at local churches, schools, and community organizations for migrant and homeless families who are on the wait list for shelter. The program will be funded by federal dollars earmarked for housing and shelter initiatives. Healy, the governor, says she's activating 75 more members of the National Guard to provide basic services at emergency shelter locations. That brings the total number of Guard members activated to 375. The United Way will administer the new program that will provide short-term overnight shelter sites at schools and church-based organizations. The governor says the state's emergency assistance family shelter system has expanded at an unsustainable rate, more than doubling the caseload over the past year. Police are giving residents a heads up about a new email scam targeting drivers. Rentham police shared a photo of a fraudulent email received by a resident claiming the driver was caught speeding in that city. The email says mail checks are not accepted and then all citations must be paid through an online payment center. Police said anyone who gets such an email should just delete it. Police in Midway also posted a similar warning. They note that Massachusetts does not have a traffic camera enforcement system that finds people. Only a police officer can stop a driver and issue a citation at the time of the incident. While it's not in place right now, there is a push to bring automated traffic enforcement to Massachusetts in the future. 
If a new bill becomes law, it would allow 10 communities in the state to install red light traffic enforcement cameras as part of a pilot program. Under the proposal, fines would be limited to $25 and would not add to any points on your license. Vice President Kamala Harris will travel to Boston tomorrow to speak at an apprenticeship event and host a campaign reception. Harris is scheduled to participate in a moderated conversation with members of registered apprenticeship programs ahead of National Apprenticeship Week to highlight the Biden-Harris administration's ongoing commitment to supporting workers and creating good-paying union jobs, according to a press release. The location of the event was not immediately disclosed. She's also scheduled to attend a campaign reception at an undisclosed location in Boston later tomorrow. Harris's return to Massachusetts follows her month-long college tour. She's already visited 19 college campuses this year after visiting 14 last year. The vice president last visited Boston over the summer when she spoke at the NAACP National Convention. A check of business news. Stocks are higher. The Dow was up 56. The Nasdaq rose 121, and the S&P added 12. Global stocks were mostly lower. The dollar edged up. The euro was down. Oil at $81 a barrel. Sports Celtics are in Philadelphia tonight. Take on the Sixers at 7 o'clock. The Bruins will be home tomorrow night against the Islanders at 7. The National Weather Service forecast for today, mostly sunny but brisk and breezy with highs only in the mid-40s. For tonight, we have uh, increasing cloudiness, uh, low of 39. Rain tomorrow, maybe some wet snowflakes mixed in. High tomorrow, 42. Friday will be cloudy with a high of 51. And then sunny on Saturday with a high of 49. For the boater, waves 2 feet. That northwest wind, 15 to 20, gusting to 30 knots. High tide, 7.33 a.m. Sunrise, 6.25, set at 4.29. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Wednesday, November 8th.